What's good? It's Kelby Cannon, publisher of Making a Magazine, checking in with another audio blog. And um, today I just wanted to touch on something. Uh, uh, I get a lot of questions from artists asking about um, how to find a good manager. When should they get a manager? So I really wanted to touch on this this uh, topic because I get a lot of questions on it. And I see a lot of people ask the same question at these panels. And uh, the the industry answer that I see on a lot of these panels is, you don't need a manager until you have something to manage. And while that is the perfect answer to the question for someone who has to stand up and ask when to get a manager, they probably don't have the additional knowledge that they need to actually interpret that answer for what it means. So what does that mean? Um, I want to walk through a quick scenario for an independent artist who's asking uh when should they get a manager or how to find a good manager? Normally, when that question is asked, it's from an artist who's great, does good music and, and feels that all that they need at this point is someone who can handle the business for them to to help them monetize their music and their talent. And here's the problem with that scenario. An artist who's not making any money off of their music isn't someone who's ready to be managed because the two issues that you're going to face is one, you're going to get someone who's unqualified to help you or you're going to get someone who you're not a priority with. The first scenario is someone who's not able to help you. If you aren't generating any money off of your music and I take you on as my artist and I want to manage you, I'm not making any money off of your music. 20 percent, 30 percent, 40 percent of zero is still zero. This means more than likely the person who's willing to to manage you when you're not making any money is someone who just really loves you as a person or loves your music and wants to see you succeed, but ultimately may not be the person who's able to help you. That's when you have the homeboy manager, the cousin, the, the family member, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, someone who, who genuinely wants the best for you and that you feel comfortable with and close enough to trust. And they may have a successful business or they may have a job and they may be good with certain things that you're not good with. But when it comes into to what is needed in the industry, as far as the connections and the know how and the knowledge, they may not have the resources to take your career where it needs to go. The second scenario is you find someone who does have all the connections who does have all the resources to take your career where it needs to go. But the issue now is if they do want to manage you or offer to manage you, it's not going to be as fair a negotiation because you have no leverage. You're not generating any income. So that means that they'll be managing you and they'll effectively be creating whatever situation will happen. And when you're not already generating any income, they're still going to be getting zero initially. So for them to be investing time, effort, energy, money or whatever that they choose to invest into you, they're going to want to recoup 
more on the back end. So they're going to want a higher percentage, more than likely. If there's someone who does have the connections and the uh, resources to help you, they probably also are managing other artists. And there's a good chance that signing on with them, you won't be the priority because they have other artists who are already generating income, who already have different things going on. So that doesn't mean that you won't get any attention. But for most independent artists, you probably want it to happen right then. Once you sign that management agreement, you're going to be ready to get on the road doing shows and they may want to slow things down, focus more on artist development or waiting until their other projects are out the way first. So those are your your two biggest issues. Now, here's the solution to both of them. The first manager that you need to get as an independent artist is looking you in the mirror. Your first manager should always be you. Whether you're selling CDs, whether you're booking venues and getting your own shows, whatever it is, your job is to know as much about the business of your music as possible and get to the point where you're generating money. That doesn't mean you're making 15000 a show. It could be as, as simple as being able to grow your fan base and be able to consistently have 50 to 100 people come out to see you perform. Whether you set up a, an arrangement with a, a, a small club or a lounge and you charge five, ten dollars at the door, that's five, five hundred to a thousand dollars that you can be generating. And that's something that someone else can see. So when when that manager who does have the position in and the uh, resources, they can see, OK, well, he's making money off of merchandise, getting some show money. You're proving that you have a fan base. You may have some digital sales. But there's something that there's immediately something there to work with. And now the job is amplifying versus creating. So that's the biggest thing that I would tell any independent artist who's trying to figure out this whole situation with management. You have to manage yourself first. You have to learn the business. You have to invest in yourself and you have to get to a point where you're making some money off of your music. And then that's when you have something to manage. That's when someone will be able to come along. Now, here's a big issue that I wanted to touch on. That's so important. A lot of times people fall back to the friend or the homeboy or someone who they're related to as management because that's someone that they trust. They they don't want to, you know, like Drake said, no new friends. <laughs> they they don't want to have someone they're they're a lot of times distrustful of new people. And so they feel like if someone knows more about the business or knows, has these resources and they have knowledge that they don't have, they immediately feel like they feel threatened. They feel like that person may try to get over on them. And I hear a lot of artists complain about that. And this is one of the reasons a lot of artists don't want to do paperwork um, with independent labels and managers because they're they're immediately skeptical of that type of thing. But here's the thing. You're better off with a manager who's skimming 20 percent off the top. 
that made you a million dollars than someone that you love and trust and who would never take a penny from you, but has only helped you produce two thousand dollars. If you doing your own management first, you'll learn enough about the business to know what to look for. You can't control every situation. Just make sure that you put yourself in the situation that's best for you. Get to a point where you're generating money and you won't have to look for a manager. A manager will come looking for you. This is Kelby Cannett, publisher of Making It Magazine. Hopefully, I answered a lot of you guys' questions. Um, if you have any questions at all, leave them in the comments. If you have any situations that you've had with management that you want to share with the other people who are reading this, leave a comment. Like these, the these audio blogs is really just a, the start of a conversation. So always love to hear you guys' feedback, situations that you've been through. Um, if you have any other questions or topics that you want me to touch on in the future. Um, also post them up and I definitely try to get to it.